0: Hey everybody, welcome back. You're listening to The Blodgett Show. Welcome to episode 12. Once again guys, welcome. Appreciate you being here. If you're new to this podcast, please feel free to go back to... uh, episode one and catch up. I'm fairly new to this whole podcasting thing, kind of still learning, still growing, you know, I feel I've come back in the, um, now, today obviously being 12 episodes, but in the, the first 12 episodes, I definitely feel like I've already come, come so far, you know, I've adapted, I've, uh, learned, learned a few things as far as, like, Different things I could do to make it better. Some, some other techniques. I know. It, I know when I first started. For those of you who have been with, you know, been uh, listening since the um, since the beginning, which again I appreciate you guys. But uh, initially I was doing. I've always been for my phone because being that I'm a I'm a trucker. I've got the. Um, you know, um, it's just not as uh, not as convenient. I guess would be the right way to for me to describe it for me to do it from the uh, computer because I would literally only be able to to do a podcast episode probably my days off because with the way my uh, schedule is, uh, when I get home, I literally grab something to eat and I go to sleep because I get back anywhere between 5 and like 4 4 or 4.30 in the morning till like 8, 8 in the morning. I hate the nights that, uh, be really late to where I'm not getting get to bed until eight or eight thirty, and uh, that's kind of what last week was. Still ten, you know, gonna be running a little bit late this week because uh, my employer, um, I guess, they're still down a few trucks. So today I kind of felt bad because the uh, team from Minnesota texted me like nine a.m. this morning saying we've been taking off like half an hour, waiting on the second trailer to get here. I'm like, all oh, right. And my boss messaged me early afternoon basically like, well, so uh, like five five thirty or six, you know, cause uh the other guy's in the trucks so truck's gonna be down for a few more days, like ah, great. So um, I think I got to the I think I got to the, the hub at like six. And I uh, was still waiting there until probably about six forty when the guy finally showed up. So that was fun. That was fun. You know, I kind of, I've kind of gotten used to uh, you know, the hurry up and wait game, you know, if, if we sharing trucks, whatever. We're not supposed to be, but, you know. But he showed up, kind of looked at me funny, because literally I was like, I gotta go, so I literally just grabbed my stuff out of my room, and I uh, literally walked over, because he didn't park it, or, you know, we've been that truck for a while, he parked like probably about 200 feet away, and I was like, I literally was like, why are you parking down there, man? So tonight, it's gonna be parked uh, back where I normally park So, and you know, the funny thing is, is actually there's, like, I, I had to, <laughs> I had to text my boss, you know, because now there's an issue with the truck. It's, it's got some kind of air leak somewhere. So, like, literally, um, rolling out of the gate, low air buzzer going on, and it did that until I literally got one on the auto ramp to go on the interstate, and then after a couple minutes, literally it aired up, and the buzzer turned off, so I texted the boss, and said, yeah, uh, 745 has some issues, and, um, apparently it's leaking air, and the buzzer going until I got on the highway, whatever, he goes, yeah, it's going to go over, to like, weak foot or something tomorrow, he goes, I think it's bad, I think it's a, a broken can that's, like, uh, or something uh, kind of understood what you were saying. Cause I'm pretty sure it's like the brake chamber, you know. Those, those, for those of you familiar with trucks, I guess, it's kind of, I think that's a brake chamber. You know, it looked like a big can or whatever. That's, I guess, that's where the air goes into, whatever. I don't know. I'm not a mechanic, so it's hard to, you know, we can do the pre trip, walk around, look, you know, check things out, make sure nothing's broken, nothing's taken you know, off and stuff. But, not familiar with a lot of components on a truck, but there's certain things I wouldn't be able to really explain to you too much. <laughs> My friend Dave up in a PA is probably, next time I talk to him after he listens, listens to this episode, I'll probably be like, you should know. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> It's all good, you know, just like, um, you know, I might not always have the load information put in the, uh, the truck computer until a little bit later, because I run at night, so I usually sometimes I don't worry about it. Sometimes, especially lately, I try to put it in there when I'm taking off with the load. I try to go ahead and put load information in there, do the, you know, put the vehicle inspection, whatever, in the truck computer so that way it's all done. Saves me some time at the end of the night when I can park. Because instead of parking and putting all that crap in there, I can literally park, log off, or park, put myself off duty, log off, and grab my stuff and head out. But <laughs> I was telling my buddy Dave know, about uh, my routine. I'm doing that at the end of the night. Of course, he'd like, "You should talk to me doing that at the beginning. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's all good, you know, it's all good. But anyway, guys, so tonight's topic, kind of a, kind of a, it's kind of a personal one for me a little bit, and I know it probably will be for you guys too, but tonight's topic is going to be being enough. So, the inspiration for this topic kind of comes from uh, my personal, I say my personal life, but it's, you know, basically my my life in general, but especially when I'm home, you know, but you know how it is, there. a lot of us, unless we're literally <laughs> not working and living, we're living in someone's house free, you know, no names, I know a few people, <laughs> but... But unless we're not literally not doing anything you know just kind of mooching off someone else then a lot of us are out here working our butts off trying to actually make something of ourselves and sometimes you know it kind of sucks because I have <laughs> I have friends that I went to high school with that like you know they've had houses and whatnot that for like the past like 15 like 10 15 whatever years some of them right after right after they got out of high school they were you know you know have a house the solid like a really really good paying career or whatever it's like well, the rest of us you know like i make pretty good money in my job but you know and it took a while for me to mean i don't know if my parents <laughs> i don't know well, yeah i don't know if they look at me differently now after all this time but i know for a little while when i first started trucking my my mom didn't have any idea about like she, I guess she thought that we were all day cabs out here because I was over the road. I remember my mom making a comment to me about, uh, like, man, it must be really expensive staying in hotels all the time. And I was like, Mom, I have a, um, I have a bed in the back. Like, it, uh, it's a sleeper cab. I have a, a bunk bed in the back. And I have little ports I can plug in, like my charger and whatnot, to charge my phone. and You know, stuff like that. Like, oh, really? Like, yeah. But I guess that's just, that's just parents because, like, there's been a lot of times in my life where no matter what I did trying to try to make my parents happy, never never could, you know. I don't know if that's different now. You know, we, we talk a little bit more than we used to in the past, but I know there's been things I did, you know, that I'm not proud of. that. Uh, I don't know if my dad's still angry with me about, but I know my mom still has some anger about, like, she'll talk to me and, you know, we'll get along and stuff, but I know there's, there's she's still... Angry at me about certain things or whatever, certain decisions I made. Which, of course, I'm, I'm always like, hey, if I can go back and change it, I wouldn't. you know. Knowing now what happened, some of it involved, you know, me with my ex, you know, where I, I left school and followed my ex-wife to uh, to Texas from Nebraska, go down there, and get married, and we were on the outs with my parents for probably about two years. But um, personally, kind of more the inspiration for this topic. 'Cause me in my current life, um, sometimes we just you know, sometimes we just no matter how hard we how hard we try, no matter what we do, you know, we're never gonna like we're just it's never gonna seem like enough, you know. Like, for instance I go out every day, I do what I do, I need the base brand even though both me and my wife were not too incompatible. I've always been the major breadwinner, always had the, the higher income, and I've always tried to basically do whatever I could to, you know, give my wife the life that she wants, and we're still working on it, like, there's things, there's goals that we have, like, we've been wanting to get out of our apartment and get into a house for a long time, but our credits always sucks, and, you know, always had that, uh, that setback where, <laughs> to, to, get rid of that credit obstacle. You literally have to, like, you literally have to have uh, a little bit of a you know, a buffer, like a little bit of extra money to work with that you can actually pay out know, collections from the past or get fully current on all the current bills or whatever so that way your score goes back up. Sadly, we've got so much going out that and there's a lot of it that can't just be cut out, like you know, they say like, oh, there's certain things you can get rid of. Like, just get rid of this service, get rid of that service. That way you come back and expenses. I'm like, yeah, but once I can get rid of would be ones like Netflix. And I'm like, yeah, no. I'm not get rid of that, you know. Or like my adult beverages on the weekend, yeah, fuck that. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like there's certain things like I I like to look at as even though others would argue, like, oh that's not self-care. Well, for me it is, you know, because when I'm on my downtime, when I'm off for my two days, literally I'm on Netflix, chilling out, watching whatever series I'm working on, watching the movie, you know, I'm a big movie buff, especially if you get, especially if it's at the theater, I can do like the uh, movie theater popcorn and whatnot, you know, gotta have the movie theater popcorn, <laughs> we go to the movie, my my wife, <coughs> my wife and daughter are all to get a, like pretzel bites, or nachos, meat, buttered popcorn, large cherry <laughs> So, but, to so the topic at hand, I know those times where I'm like, you know, I feel like i bend over backwards to try to, try to take care of everybody, you know, try to make sure that, that my kids are happy, try to make sure that my wife's happy, and I know at one point, we had a little marital issue, whatever, where, uh, when I was gone, over the road quite a bit, she and a friend, would chat every week, and the consensus between them was that I wanted to be away from home because I, one, because I loved what I did, and two, because I was afraid of my wife. and of course, like, when we started working things out, I basically had to tell her, like, you know, I was like, I was never never away from home because I was afraid of I was like, I did what I did because I thought that's you know, I chased the money because I thought that's what she wanted. Like, I thought she wanted the most money possible despite whatever sacrifices need to be made to do it, you know? And so that's what I did. I, all those years over the road, I was I was literally chasing the money, going after this low because it paid really well, going after that low because it paid really well, being away from home this long because of because of, uh, you know, um, basically being afraid to, to come home and take a few days with him. It's the problem. You know, when you're a contractor with the road, you know what I'm saying, guys? Wheels aren't turning, we're not earning. And if you're not a company employee with any vacation time, then you, bring, you come home for a couple of days, you go back out, you're not... In some cases, you're negative. Like, I was negative, actually, when I was with CREA zero nickel and diamond me to death. That's why for six months I was with him, because I was trying to be loyal to them. I was living off cash advances on my uh, fuel card because, you know, I, they were dispatching me up I was going, hey, here's 200 miles, here's 300 miles. I'm like, guys, come on. Like, you're taking the truck payment right off the top, taking fuel, and I'm not getting any miles, and literally not making any paychecks, so the wife, you know, obviously at home is... Was always asking, "Where's the like? Where's the paycheck? Why would you get paid?" I'm like, "Well, oh, because I'm not getting any files. <laughs> so thankfully, that situation obviously is better. You know, I'm making a lot better money now, but still, you know, still got the big bills going out. You know, that's why I'm I'm very hesitant to uh, take on any other monthly payments because I'm trying to get rid of the ones that we have. Trying to get us in a better position where not only are we making the money we're making, but less is going out. I mean, there's always a, hey, you are going to for this $5,000 loan. I know, no thanks. I was like, no, I don't want it. I'm like, okay, you're, I want the money, but yeah, I don't want the, the payment that goes with it. So, lately I've been turning crap like that now. <laughs> Just ain't worth it. I don't like I don't like forever being in a hole where uh, you're constantly, you know, you're digging your way back up, and then before you know it, you're getting dirt thrown on you. You know. I was like, yeah, I know. That's where the wife and I have had a uh, little, uh, not really fights. We've had little um, conversations where she talked about going to uh, like one of these uh, payday advance loans that she that she had that got paid off basically. Say, well, I could go get a couple hundred from them, and I'm like, no, it's time. She's why? Well, it would help. I'm like, yeah, but you know, the problem with that is that you know, if you do a payday loan and then they tap a check, then you're gonna have to tap payday loan again because you're short that much money in your check. So you're gonna have to tap the payday loan to make it to meet again, and then they're gonna tap a check. It's like never any cycle. So I was like, yeah, let's let's not do that. Were things tight when when we uh, didn't take that loan? Oh, yeah, they were there's a lot of weeks inside, you know like this week not, not quite as tight because I'm technically in six days instead of five but you know when I'm working on things obviously to uh, try to put us in that position where you know financially we're a little bit better off but that we're probably looking at least for what I'm about to start trying to do probably about two years maybe a little more you know two to four years at least within the next five years I think we be. In a uh, a lot better position, I anticipated. <laughs> Who knows what's going to happen in the next couple of years? But that's my goal: is at least within the next couple of years, with the plans that I'm uh, setting in motion, that within the next five years, to be in a position where I'm, I'm actually home full time. That's my goal. That's always been my goal for probably in the past like the past since I've been in trucking. I was always looking for. Out there trying to keep an eye out, trying to look for a way to something I could do. Like, for like that's why I started writing a book. You know, but of course, didn't have the time to really get out there and do that on a regular basis, kind of fell fell the wayside, and then years went by and now I have no idea what I was even you know, where I was going with that book. Started a new book recently, but again, had time constraints, could you know. By the time I'd sit down and write again, I was like. You know, like, I know where I want, I, I knew where I was trying to go, but then at the same time, I would sit down and write, and I would have, like, no, like, no idea, like, how to continue. Like, all right, where do I go from? <laughs> and that's the problem, you know, when you, you know, some of us are just so, so busy. Like, that's why I think, um, uh, chat with our bro Rico, you know, he, he was talking about, like, you know, we're talking about the podcast and stuff. And he has a new podcast out himself. He's got two episodes published on Spotify. Look him up, Alienation or Alienation Basement, I think. I have to look it up, but I got the email address out there. If you guys, uh, if you guys want to, we me be a link over for him. Send me, drop me an email. It's a... Uh, Show Podcast at gmail.com Love to hear from you. Surprisingly, this way station is open. So, of course, uh, we're always really light, so of course, like I always get the bypass usually, but eh, I come in anyway. You don't know, need my doubles. <laughs> and check the signal as I go by, and show enough, bypass me. A lot of times if I have GPS going when I come in here you lags it off, and of course you're because <laughs> of course GPS will re-navigate until you get back on the highway, and I'm like, eh. But I don't have uh, GPS going right now. I'm kind of just running the route, and, uh, you know, not worrying about the directions, because I know where to go. Like, I know how to get up to where I swamp, and I know how to get back. It's just, a lot of times I'll put the uh, GPS on as a backup, you know, because sometimes you might not be paying attention, so you might miss a turn and all of a sudden you're like, CRAP! I was supposed to get off on of that next. We're add a couple miles, turn around, you know. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I mean, a lot of us, um, or, let okay, to go back to chat with, chat with my bro Rico. We were talking about podcasts or whatever, and, um, he was saying how, like, cause I have a certain routine, now that I'm kind of adapted a little bit more like I, like I adapted and could use the uh, Bluetooth headset to do episodes out here while going down the road instead of just, you know, recording off the phone. Like as some of you have been with me from the beginning, you know, the first couple couple of uh, episodes that I did out here were pretty loud, you know, because you had the background noise because of the, you know, going down the road, so you got the, the wind outside or whatever. Now, doing it with the headset, you don't have that. So that's pretty awesome. But you know, the problem was, <laughs> when I was doing it strictly from the phone without a microphone or whatever, just you know, recording on the phone, I was recording, and then those sound effects that I do between certain parts, I would do those while I was recording. So it basically, it was like a live recording, and then I would do the sound effect and would record it, but with the headset, I can't do that. Unless I play it, I'll play the sound effect on the phone and uh, put, this, put the the phone up near the microphone, you know, on the headset, thinking that it would actually record it. Um, sorry, guys, like, right at a point where 57 splits off to, from 64. Actions might be 57 splits off And 20 When you branch off To the right uh, You get on 24 And towards Nashville This truck was You know On the right side I was over In the left two lanes And I was going to get over To the branch off On a 24 this guy Slowed way down So I was like Is he trying to get over To those lanes So I slowed down Just to You know Give him that chance To get over If he needed to But he stepped. He stayed going straight, so I was like, "All right, cool." He must not need to get over. So, but uh, but yeah, Rico and I—we were talking about <laughs> that podcast in general, and you know, we were talking about mine a little bit. And I was going on about uh, like yeah, you know, I've adapted, grown, and I know it's not perfect still. You know, because obviously with the headset, I can't do the sound effects like a want. So it took me a minute, I was like, kind of playing around with a couple different apps, and I, I managed to find one. Where, because I had done, when I did episode 9 and 10, as you guys could probably tell, when you were going to get past the welcome to episode 9 or welcome, welcome to episode 10, the sound effect that follows is uh, kind of short like get some a couple seconds. Because I thought, oh, if I record it, I leave a gap, like a small gap, I should be able to put the sound effect in there. And it'll just extend it. Well, apparently, it won't do it. Right there, it'll actually, the sound effect will be partially over my, you know, um, my speech again. i start talking again. So I had to shorten it down, but I could put the full sound effect at the end. (laughs) And and it actually did it. Like, it actually extended the, the full audio file included that full clip. So I was like, okay, cool, I know what to do now. So now literally when I do when I do an episode out here I literally get to, when I get to certain parts where I know I'm gonna put put some kind of sound effect in there to to kind of make you know, make the podcast episode a little more entertaining. I just haven't be completely like just talking the whole time and have a couple a couple of moments in there where, you know, we're gonna have a little musical tone or whatever. I have to pause silently <laughs> For like 10 seconds, so that way I can throw that in there, and then basically, you know, once I record, save it, and uh, later on, you know, whenever I'm at home or whatever, I go on that app, I upload that episode file, and then I, you know, I scroll through to any of the gaps I want to put something in, and literally just go and select the, the sound effect file I want to use, drag it into that spot, and I was like, okay, what's I once I got to that point and I actually did that the first time, I was like, oh, okay, cool. I figured it out. Awesome. Because <laughs> I was like, am I going to have to re-record episode 9 and 10? Because, you know, if I can't figure out how to get it sounded the way I want, you know. But, uh, so, we were talking, and he was, uh, he was talking about, like, hey, man, you know, you know about how, like, oh, I should use, some, there's because I guess he does his um, Spotify, I think, Spotify for podcasters, the, the, I've only looked a little bit at it, so I don't know From what it sounds like, you can actually get your sound effects and everything literally right in, that, right in their app, so I'm like, well, that's cool, but, like, I have my uh, host platform that I, you know, I upload my uh, episodes to once, I'm a, once I have them all, stage and stuff, and then I have that RSS. You know, that's your your podcast like address, kind of. So I have that connected with all the different, you know, quite a few platforms like you know Spotify, iHeartRadio, and um, I thought I was connected with Apple Podcasts because uh, I, I selected that one. I had a friend earlier tell me that uh, yeah, I couldn't find you on Apple Podcasts, and, I had, and she was maybe he was from. Maybe it's because I'm from uh, Australia. So she had her mom look, and her mom couldn't find me there. She goes, well, once you, once you get it on there, and, and my mom says that she'll listen to it. I'm like, oh, all right. So
1: I was like, well, let me, let
0: me see what I can find out. So I went into my hosting platform and looked at the uh, podcast listen or the listener, or the, play, the podcast players, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And on the Apple podcast, it said, still pending, Approval. So I was like, "Oh, just okay. so took a screenshot, and sent it to her." I was like, "Well, this is this would explain that." I was like, "I know it's been over a month. I don't know why it's still pending approval, but well." <laughs> so, but Rico was telling me how like I, you know, I should uh, go on to certain platforms instead because I can actually like do everything all at once and not have to go to, to do. You know, go to separate things and do separate things Especially when my podcast takes off And I was like, yeah You know But for me, it's like It's like using the computer to do my podcast Yeah, it's just not The greenest fit right now You know Because, um, you know, I'm on the go like, I really don't have a lot of downtime So for me, it works better to do it like this you know? Obviously, whenever I Get where I'm trying to go I can literally be home full time. I can literally set up a studio and do it on the computer and the phone, and have you know literally have stuff set up to, to do it. You know, be a little bit more professional with it instead of basically doing it like I do right now, which is on the go, which is still professional, but you gotta you gotta work with what you got. You know? and so this is what I got. <laughs> but to the topic of a uh, you know. Um, you know, being enough. You know, there's always going to be times where no matter how much effort you put into, like, a relationship or friendship or, you know, family life or whatever, you know, you might feel like you're always bending over backwards for, for other people or whatever, that yet, you know, there might be moments where people that you're there for, um might not feel like, you know, they might feel like you're not there for them 100%, or you're not talking to them enough, or, you know, sadly, like, for me, my problem, and part of this is, like, you know, like, me and my wife, we have a great marriage, sometimes we have these little tough, little, little, uh, little fights, (laughs) it's mainly because, like, you know, I may not have asked how her day was, or I may not have, uh, you know, if she was upset in the kitchen, I may not have gotten up or came into the kitchen to, to give her a hug. When my thought process was, when well, she's really upset in there, I think I'll just stay out here. <laughs> was that the right move? Probably not, you know. But that's how my mind works. If I'm thinking, wow, someone's really, like, oh, my wife's really upset in there, you know, really cranky, yelling at everything, I'm like, oh, I think I better just stay in here, stay out of the way. You know, cause she's in there cooking or whatever, so that it's you know the whole too many cooks in the kitchen. You know, my mind goes there, like, yep, yeah, our kitchen's pretty small, and she's pretty upset about you know whatever or something that we were fighting about earlier or something. And so I try, I just stay, stay away, you know. But then of course that gets me in trouble too, because <laughs> like you know she'll come in and talk about uh you know that she was that she was really upset in there, and I didn't even. I'm just in there on my phone. I'm like, well, I, I, would, I just didn't want to, uh, you know, I just didn't want to get in the way. <laughs> Obviously, the right move would have been to get up and go with her. <laughs> But, in life in general, I know, for, I know for me, it's like, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm sure a lot of you probably can relate. This is how I, am. when I, uh, when I'm tired, most of the time, I'm just, I can talk, like, as you can see from, you know, listening to this podcast, obviously I can talk, but there's certain situations, certain circumstances, like, especially being at home, you know, with the other half or whatever, and, like, I'm tired, and, like, I may not, be you able know, I might not have it in me to actually say the things that my wife might need me to say, and that's, a, that's a, you know, some, that's one of my faults, you know, I wish I could do better, you know, and obviously I'm always working Working on it and stuff, but I know there's there's occasions where like you know my other half feels like I might not fully be there, I guess. And sadly, I'm not. You know, it's, it's a problem with working nights. You know, it's like there's a lot of a lot of days you know, where she talks about a you know when I come downstairs after waking up like one or two in the afternoon or whatever, and I kind of work in a couple hours. And I'll come down and I'll, you know, I'll have a water bottle and I'll be chugging water because it's going to hydrate first thing. You know, as you wake up and the mouth's dry and you're dehydrated, so you're chugging water. And, uh, she's commented about that I don't come down and say, hey, how was your day? I just come down and plop on the couch and I'm like, most of the time I'm still freaking waking up. <laughs> like, I'm not fully there. Heck, even after it's been a while during the day, I'm still not fully there. You know, that's why sometimes I'll do the Red Bull, even though I swore off energy drinks for years and then lately especially doing this job where i've been working really late sometimes getting home at like five six in the morning or whatever i've been doing them i've been going ahead and doing, a, doing a red bull or whatever to give me that little bit of that boost you know? so yeah, you know, but there's times where i'm you know doing everything i can you know work the take on any loads that you know, might make me more money and, Try to do the little things, like you know, make sure, like, working on both car notes, especially to try to make sure to keep either car from getting anywhere close to being repossessed and slowly paying them off. Uh, you know, being the, being the main one to go to the grocery store when I kind of expected that it was going to be me and my wife, or me and the wife and the kiddo, we're all going to go, but the two of them opted to stay home and it's like, oh, oh, great, okay. So, I get to do all this. You know, go deal with the, uh, the grocery run And carry all that crap yourself to the car And carry all that crap inside That's why I left it. Did a grocery run yesterday actually Which I would have gone about it differently Because on the way home from the uh, Which if you guys listened to the previous podcast Kind of told you what we did last Or did yesterday Went to that uh, pottery uh, painting, Which is pretty awesome But when we came home I, I, I was tired as of, tired hell, of so of course I'm, I I uh, suggested, hey, why don't we go to Three Dollar General? You know, get some like Red Bull, so that way like it's me and my wife are yada pretty bad. So. But then afterwards she stayed home anyway, so I thought, well shit, I I would have probably not volunteered to do that, and I probably would have grabbed me street industry, like left, like taking them home. he left, and hit the convenience store really quick and grabbed me a Red Bull or something, because I needed it because I was we go to the grocery store. And go get in the list, and, and haul everything back home or whatever. You know how it is at Aldi's, if, if, if you guys are familiar, how you gotta bring your own bags, pack your own bags, and, you know, plug all that crap to your car, go turn your cart back in to get your quarterback or whatever. You know, love it, price-wise, I love Aldi's. But if you're getting a lot of heavy crap, like bottles of juice and whatnot. Whenever I do the grocery shopping, there's at least one of my bags that is like super, super heavy. Talking like feels like it's like 75 pounds I'm carrying that <laughs> But I did it, you know. Of course I you know messaged the daughter, you know, when I <laughs> when I'm getting ready to pull back in, I'm like, by the way, if I may need help carrying the shit in you know, I'm getting ready to pull it down. And then she comes out there and helps me carry stuff in. Funny thing about that is, I, I got my wife two, two liters of Sprite, and pretty sure everything I carried in, but she messaged me when I was almost to my swab time, asking me, Didn't you, did you get two liters of Sprite? I said, Yeah, I did. Why? Well, cause I'm not finding them. I said, All right, they're, like, they're not in the fridge or on the, on the table. She said, No. I'm like, Huh. Yeah. I was like, well, I don't think they're in the RAM, but and I said, I can't check right now because I'm not near the RAM. I'm up here in Illinois. She was, Well, when you get a chance, can you just take a look? I said, yeah, I'll check. I was like, yeah, may be in the backseat still. I thought I brought them in, but wouldn't be the first items to bring home and disappear when I don't you know where they're at. <laughs> the other items I got those little flavor enhancers that you put in your water. And uh, I got two of them, and I remember packing them in one of the bags. I got home, I unloaded everything, couldn't find them. I had no idea where they went. I looked on the floor in the kitchen, thinking maybe they fell out of the bag. I went out and dug around in the backseat of my, of my Ram. On the floor or whatever thought maybe they fell out of the bag over there I never found them <laughs> they just disappeared i'm like huh okay but the sprite bottles are pretty big so those got to be somewhere i have a feeling that those are probably in the back seat of the ramp maybe that was the one bag that i didn't grab we'll see you know. i think they were the only things that were in that bag aside from that if they're not in the ramp i have no idea where those went I told her, I said, I thought you were drinking those last night. She goes, no, that was what you got from uh, Dollar General the other night when you got your cherry Coke. I was like, oh, okay. I was like, I only got one, two, one uh, two-liter that day, so. I would laugh if she was actually drinking those, but then didn't, didn't even think about it. And then I was like, where are those two liters? I'm like, no, you drink them. <laughs> I don't know if that's the case or not, but I'll look for them. I'll, try to, I'll be like, well, I bought them. and I brought them home. I don't know where they went. Are you sure you didn't drink them? <laughs> So, but anyway guys, you know, you know, whether it's like, I don't, we might feel like, you know, no matter what we do, whatever it is, which I know I have that thought quite a bit. Not really much I can do about it because obviously I can't leave and, you know, go start fresh because it's not, not what I want to do, um, you know, want to be there with the wife, want to be there with the kiddo, heck, even our, even our cats, for me, they're kids. I call them fur kiddos, you know, Like I would I, had, I dealt with that When my ex and I split up. Like we uh, You know, we had A couple cats We had a divorce And I literally never saw any of him again And then of course Like randomly I think I saw something On Facebook I, You know At one point I randomly Kind of did a search To kind of check up See What the ex was up to Haven't done it in quite a few years now But Last time I checked, I saw saw a post by somebody else that was like, one of our cat's names was Oreo. I mean, he was a, uh, a tuxedo cat that had his back legs which were long, so when he walked. he would do this little prance. Like the back legs would go off to the side as he's, as he's pr- you know, prancing down the road or down the uh, on the floor or whatever. Um, but I saw a post about like rest in peace, Oreo. But you know, it had been like 10 plus years since. I... Four or so, yep, yep. But all we can do, guys, is keep doing, doing our best. You know, put, put one foot in front of the other, giving it everything we got. And there's always going to be sadly, there's always going to be people in our lives, or people out there, whether they're in our lives personally or if there's people that we know that um, you know might not be, they, they might, you know, get an you a little bit about not doing this or you're not doing that it's like i'm always like hey i am doing my best like i'm sorry it's not enough i'm sorry that you feel the way you do you know I like, I'm like there's not much more i can do i was like i'm literally it's like being with, with me with the wife you know when we're going back and forth and, you know because uh, she's doing this and, um, oh, it's a uh, chef competition online which Basically, like, the top prize is like, 25 grand and some other perks, I like guess. There's, like, 80 people competing, or 80 people that are competing for it. And, uh, um, I know we fought about it the other day because of course, like, she told me about it. I said, oh, it's, well, yeah, I, I still gotta go out there and vote. But she got upset because, basically, like, I wasn't, you know, getting all excited about it and jumping up and down and, you know, um... And I was like, well, you've done this contest before, and so obviously I'm in a boat and do everything I can, but like, I'm sorry that I wasn't like, oh my god, oh my god, whoa. I was tired. Like, I was brain fried, still, I'm always brain fried, it feels like. And so I wasn't like,
1: oh my god!
0: Inside. But outside, I'm like, okay, we'll go back to sleep. <laughs> or I need a caffeine, some kind of caffeine. It's not that I don't care. You know, and I'm sure some of you guys can relate. You know that we might not react to them you know, in the way that those closest to us might want us to react or expect us to react. You know, it's not that we don't care or we're not excited about whatever. It's a lot of times it's just that we're tired. We got too much going on. <laughs> I I, read, or, I saw a video. I think it was an Instagram reel the other day where there was this older. Kinda of has kinda of has his accent like an Italian kind of. Forget about it, you know. <laughs> and he talked about like Like, I never did drugs you know, for my whole life. Now I smoke pot. Or now I smoke weed because i do it because I'm broken. You know, he goes in the morning I can't do anything right. Or when I'm beginning of my day I can't do anything right. I'm horrible at this, I'm horrible at that. know, I suck here, I suck there, it was, it was, I hit hit the bong or smoked the weed or whatever, and, you know, then all of a sudden, like, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a stud, you know, but, and, you know, basically, his opinion of himself changes, because, and I'm like, well, you know, why is it like, anything can be, (laughs) self-care, it's like, I'm looking at my, uh, adult beverages on the weekend, for me, that's self-care, Netflix, self-care, Anything that that helps you to, like, write down to feel a little bit better, to not focus on the the, horrible crap that might be going on in your life. Like, for us, like, I have still never gotten over what my daughter did. You know, her oldest that ran away with her grandson and kind of cut us off without any kind of us doing anything to to deserve it. Me and my wife, I mean, we've, we're coping. You know, we do the best we can. But it, it hit... It cut so deep that who knows what's gonna happen with that, you know. And I even tried to be honest with her through an email about a week after she left. And I tried to I tried to tell her like, Allie, like I can't forgive this. You know, like you know how close we are with our grandson. Like we've literally been here the first four years of his life, and pull on us. Uh, I was like, I really hope you do a course correction because this is not cool. Like if you. Basically, I told her that if she, if she continued down this path, then I didn't see that she and I would have a very strong father-daughter relationship because, basically, I'm like, obviously, there's always going to be that that rift because of her letting someone else influence her. Coming up with a story about how, you know, us expecting her to take her responsibilities at home was us taking taking advantage of her and how dare we and her bullies and and that's something that Aaron and uh, the wife and I have. All, we're, you know, I don't know if we're ever going to be okay with that. But me, we're better. It's what, like, I uh, basically the way I can describe it is I was, I basically was able to. What I did is I mentally put that situation with Allie and Salix in a jar on the shelf in the back of my room. I try not, that way, I'm trying not to, to focus on it. trying not to think about it. But um, you know, I'm not. It's not perfect, and I'm, there are still times when it, it surfaces a little bit. A lot of times, I'll see a, a photo. I have an app called time That every day it'll show like pictures that were taken on this day, however many years back, whatever. There's pictures of me, and my grandson. You know, I'm walking the stairs, go upstairs, I go to bed. And there's pictures of. Me and the grandson on the wall, and I stop and kind of choke up for a minute. You know, it's like there's one of those things. You know what? You know how they say it's okay not to be okay, and a lot of us aren't okay. A lot of us probably won't be okay for a while. Maybe we'll never be okay. Just like probably always gonna feel like not enough, like no matter what we do, it's not enough no matter how great we succeed at something, it's never going to be enough you know what guys? even though we feel that way we are enough we're good enough we're smart enough, we're successful enough we are enough, but we have to just tell ourselves that, we have to just I like to say we gotta go through the motions we gotta I wouldn't necessarily just say fake it till we make it, but kind of, you know. Like until you can have the life that you want, until you can be at the, that level where you're actually happy and things are great, and you don't have any anything really dragging you down anymore. You know, we just have to keep pushing forward. You know, and sometimes it's just. with people in our lives, like if you feel like you're not enough, like like you can't do enough for the people in your life because you put a lot of effort in and you know, maybe maybe they're always still upset about you you guys don't have this, you guys don't have that, or couldn't do this couldn't do that, well, you know it'll get better you will get there it's like I'm going to eventually get there I don't know when, but I know that and I know that we're long overdue for getting out of uh getting out of the apartment, actually getting into a freaking house. <laughs> Especially because those of you that rent apartments, you know, they up the rent every year. Some apartment complexes are actually nice and will actually give you give you stuff. Like, hey, we're gonna put some silly fans in there because we're you're signing a new lease. Our apartment complex? Nope. Never got a damn thing from. Them. But basically they'll get more money out of us. So it's like, well, you know. So I'm looking forward to that changing. Because I absolutely, I, I wouldn't say I hate being there, but I hate, I do hate being there. Like, but I don't, but I don't let it get me down too much because I know that eventually we're going to figure things out. And we're going to get out of the apartment. We're going to have our house. We're going to have the cars paid off, you know. Get my wife into her food truck. More from home and being away from home less. I know one thing that I've um, thought about doing that I have yet to actually do, but it's been kind of in the back, back of my mind for a while, is to buy one of those like marker boards and basically make it the, the what, what was it? what's called like the tree board. You know, put the, the things that I want to achieve. Like, heck, my ram would have been on there, but of course, I can put that in a accomplished. <laughs> Because for years, I wanted, it, I wanted a truck. I wanted a, a crew cab V8 pickup truck. And it took me a while. would be out here going down the road. And, uh, you know, uh, like a crew cab pickup truck would pass me. And I'm not going to lie, but, you know, depending on the, the make and model, what it looked like. Sometimes I would be like, oh, my God. You know, drool a little bit. Like, like oh, my God, so awesome. Someday, someday. And for years, I would, I would, uh, I would look, but I had no idea how I was gonna pull it off. And one year, I went through a situation where I actually ended up with like a legal settlement or whatever, and I was able to actually um, be able to pull it off. So now it's just a matter of continuing to work on the other things. Did he put money towards things? To pay off the wife's car. Pay off the truck. Pay off the other debts. It's a new situation where we actually can make stuff happen. You know, that's part of the. We had the fight about the, uh, the contest. <laughs> was because, you know, I wasn't like excited about our like trying to work towards our future. And I came in the room and I said, well, technically, it was like everything I do is trying to work on our future. Like the podcast, I said, I'm not monetizing yet. But that I have a long-term goal for that. Eventually, I would like to have ads you know, or go through whatever this procedure. I don't even know what. to I'm not sure what the process is. I know that they have the option to monetize, you know, to start bringing in a little bit of money from your your uh, podcast or whatever. Eventually, I'll, I'll work and figure that out. Right now, I'm not too worried about it because of the fact that I know right now I'm just kind of even though I've come a long way, I still want to get you know, still want to get a little bit more, a uh, little bit more posted up, you know, you know, a little bit more episodes posted before I go ahead and go that route, because so I want to have enough content out here, you know, that's why I didn't do it after just like one or two or five episodes, because I, I thought, that's too soon, you know, I want to actually have a decent podcast going before I say, all right, now let's work on figuring this out. <laughs> But I said, but that, I was telling her, I was like, but that's, I have a long-term goal with that, because, you know, I still plan on being able to come off the road full-time, and be home full-time, doing stuff at home while I give you your food truck, help you with your goals, help you, help you get you where you want to go. You know, because as her husband, as her partner, it's kind of, you know, I've always felt like, that's a huge part of like my responsibility is trying to do whatever I can to help her get there, you know. Because and maybe that weight gets a little heavy sometimes, you know. That goes along with the not feeling like you're, you're ever gonna be enough. Like no matter what you do, it's like. But you just gotta shake it off. You just gotta keep pushing forward. And that's why I love the, I love the saying, "Look, I'm doing my best." Because. <laughs> You know, even if other people don't think you're right, they think you're full of crap, whatever, eh, you know? As long as you can be honest with yourself and say, look, i am doing my best. I don't know what else you expect, and I was like, I can't. It's like when you try to come up with a certain amount of money because, you know, let's say you got to pay, for instance, like, two grand to rent by a certain date in order to, otherwise they're going to start the eviction process because, like, things change in your complex, whatever. We don't know anything about that. <laughs> just kidding. But sometimes in certain situations, you're like, "Look, do my best." I don't know what to do in this situation because I can't just pull. What the whole the can the, What are they? You can't do pull blood out of a turnip or something is what the saying is, I guess. I can't get blood out of a turnip. You know, and I'm like, I can't make money appear out of thin air. So sometimes, like, well, we'll do our best. You know, I'll make some calls, trying to figure things out, but. That's where I usually uh, try to do the whole focus of the here and now, like I try not to I try not to worry about tomorrow. Because tomorrow's gonna worry about itself, tomorrow's gonna have its, its own problems. All I can all I can really be in control of is today. And so basically go out there and try to have the best day I can today and basically hope that tomorrow's better. <laughs> but we're enough, guys. I mean, we, we may not feel like it, it may not Others may not act like it in your life. You know, whether it's a spouse or your parents or friends. You know, hey, you know, sometimes there's friends that actually will think that you, you're not really, you know, they're putting in more effort than you or whatever. Or maybe they, maybe there's friends out there that, you know, some of you can, maybe some of you, some of you can relate to this uh, uh, scenario. Maybe there's friends out there that you guys have had that, um, you know, don't think that you're a great friend because they always try to ask you for like for help, like, you know, hey, can you loan me some money, or hey, can you babysit my kids, or something. And you're out, no, it's not a really good time, I can't do it, you know, I don't have, I can't help you out, I don't have the money. Or well, for me, the babysitting part, it depends on the kids, <laughs> but certain situations with a really good friend of ours and stuff love her to death and her her kids her, her older kids now that they're older like they're the teens so much better <laughs> when they were when they're little though oh my god she's got a couple little like two little kids right now that one of them's pretty good um, one that's a little bit older it's like kindergartner or something he's My my oldest baby sat him when he was a baby. You know, sweet little baby, whatever. Now he's like five or six or whatever, however old he is. And he's a little butthead now. (laughs) And of course, like, I pissed him off. Because, you know, my wife and our friend were upstairs. I was downstairs with the kids. Um, My youngest, she was up in her room. So it was just me and the, the two little ones downstairs. And I had this water gun. That I got from the cats. <laughs> so if they're getting into something, you know, we do a little squirt across the room and they run off. Of course, that gun kind of magically disappears. I don't know. I no idea where it was where it is now, but. But, uh. Um, I used that water gun on them. It's, you know, it's kind of like, because if they're getting into something or starting to, like, talk back or whatever. The younger one, like, this is a. The youngest one is a little girl, the, the kindergarten or whatever, he's a little boy. So the, the youngest one, she started <laughs> she started getting into something, and I literally just went, pop, you know, did one little squirt across the room. I think I got her, like, the forehead or something, and uh, and immediately she literally just, like, just went over to the couch, just, like, laying down on the couch, and buried her head, you know, kind of pouting. I gave a little bit of warning before I did it, you know, I gave both of them, like, hey, if you guys don't quit acting up, I'm going to squirt you in the sword with this water gun. It's one of those little small ones, a little, EDB need to be a little, head, little the, you know, you fill up, it takes like 30 seconds to fill it up, and then if you use it enough, it, it, go empty quick. <laughs> so, she went over there pouting, and then of course the old, the older brother, he was completely being a little butthead. You know, at one point like, I squirted at him and of course he was like, I'm gonna go tell my mom! I'm like, okay. I was like, but uh, so I was like, alright, go ahead. I was like, but what did your mom say if you were to, like, she told you not to go upstairs? That what happens if you go upstairs? He goes, I'm gonna get my butt whooped. Yep, great. right. So go ahead, go upstairs. Go tell her. I was like, let's see how, let's see how, let's see how this, uh, how this goes. <laughs> well, I'm gonna squirt you again. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm gonna squirt you back. I was like, "You ain't winning this fight, little man." <laughs> but uh, so I, sadly, and I, I, I wish I could volunteer more, you know. But like, I know she's approached us asking if we can watch her kids for, her, cause like, her uh, childcare fell through or something. And me and the wife were all like, no. <laughs> so "We're busy, sorry, kids." Oh man, we got this going on. It's not that we don't want to help her out, it's just like, I'm like, man, your kids are a handful, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, I don't have the emotional bandwidth, the mental and emotional bandwidth to take care of your kids, I'm sorry. I was like, our kids are older, we don't have to worry about that anymore. But... So then, uh, if you're in a situation like that, you know, let's say you have a friend that maybe similar things happened in your life. You know, and then that friend, of course, like... Temporarily or permanently it kicks you out of their life because basically you never offer to help. You know, because you're not being a good friend. You never being awesome such and such. You know, it, it sucks. But sadly, there's things that happen like that. And that just shows. It was to show that you know another way of you know, we're, no matter what we do, we're not enough because you know we do little things to try to help out with our friends or whatever. But if we're not doing what they. We should be doing in order to prove to them that we're good for it, you know. Kind of a no-win situation there, not much you can really do, you know. But in other aspects of our life, like in your marriage at home, I say you're the breadwinner like I am. You know, just do your best, you know. Like, keep trying, keep pushing forward, keep taking it week by week. Eventually, you know, eventually, you know, things are get better. You get to that point where it no longer feels like you're not enough, because you've actually got, you know, gotten you and your family where you're trying to get them. And, uh, you know, there's always that light at the end of the tunnel. You know? So anyway, y'all, this is a lot longer than I anticipated. I didn't expect to do this long of an episode, but I hope you guys found some value in it. Um, Again, I threw that email out there. You know, blodgeshowpodcast at gmail If you guys have similar situations, kind of like some of the stuff I've talked about today, feel uh, feel free to drop me a line. And let me know what you know. Tell me about them. You know. But otherwise, you know, um, I appreciate you guys being here. Um, sorry if it was a little long winded at times, but you know, hey, that's the great thing about a podcast—the fact that it's not. That's why I like my. <laughs> My bro Rico was talking about in his uh, episode that I listened to earlier, how he loves to talk, and neither of us are huge fans of being on the, um, online video, you know, like doing Facebook Live or something, so it's a lot easier for us, I know for me special, for me to be on, uh, on a recording, and, uh, not necessarily on a video, this truck that i started passing him and he sped up and suddenly so he slowed down just enough to let me get over but then he put a signal on to uh you know get over and pass me again i'm like i guess you do want me to pass you i'm gonna let him get really close and i'm gonna break so that way he just goes by me on the left a little faster because i don't know i'm kind of half anticipating he's gonna get beside me and honk or whatever. That's what I did. I thought he was, some guys like that, you know, they get beside you, you know, like they're going slow to where you pass them, but as you start to pass them, they speed up and then they, um, so then you eventually get back over and, you know, they get in front of you and they slow down again or something, or they, they get up beside you and for whatever reason they get beside you and they hawk at you. Well, they get there and they do the death stare like just staring over from the drive I'm like look I, you might want to watch the road man I don't know it's like I don't do much out here so I don't understand what it feels like a guy is doing road rage with me when I'm like I didn't do anything Like I literally just passed you I don't know why you're upset <laughs> I didn't cut you off I wasn't going to slow in front of you I don't know what your problem is <laughs> but but hey so again apologies about the length, but I hope that you guys got some value in this episode and I hope you guys keep coming back. So anyway y'all, appreciate you being here. Uh, like I said, you are enough. Keep pushing forward, keep believing. Even if it even if it's gonna take years to get somewhere, we got this guys, we can pull this off, we can we can get where we want to go. Just do what you gotta do, keep doing what you have to do, no matter how hard it is. Matter how, but like, and I'll, I'll always say it's okay to cry, guys. Like, I, I don't cry when I'm you know, with people, like when I'm in public or whatever. But they're I'm not gonna lie. There's times where I've gone ahead and let it out. I might be listening to a song that kind of makes me feel a certain way, or maybe I'm listening to a praise and worship song that makes me feel a certain way, or maybe I'm listening to a song, um, uh, you know, about like half, there'll be times I'll you know, it'll be a song like that and I'll find myself tearing up, you know but it's okay not to be okay but just know that you guys aren't alone I'm right here with you anyway guys I hope you guys have a great night appreciate y'all thank you for tuning in to episode 12 of the Blotch Show and I look forward to talking to you guys on episode 13 have a good one.